Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Brett Jensen now joins us on the BodyWorks Plus guest hotline. He, of course, uh, breaking Brett Jensen, producing great news stories at WBT and also here at WFNZ. Also been on the Panthers beat for quite some time. Real quickly, before we get into the other stuff, have you heard anything further on the ankle situation of J.C. Horn? I haven't. So um, I really haven't put this out there, but J.C. is actually my neighbor. And oh, yeah? I haven't. Yeah. I mean, and I see Joe Horn all the time. You guys both live there on the back nine at uh, the country club over there? That's right. Yeah, we, we both live on Quail right beside, you know, David Tepper. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, and so I see, but I haven't seen JC in a while. But, uh, but yeah, I, so I don't have the latest, any of the, the newest updates on JC's ankle. I apologize. No, it just came out like an hour ago. And from what we understand, no surgery required. He'll be in a walking boot and is expected to be available day one of camp. So sounds like just a turned ankle is what it sounds like. Yeah, it just sounds like a low-grade sprain is what it sounds like. Absolutely. All right. So, Brett, we have you on today because yesterday the Senate got done uh, with their voting and voted it through on the online gambling bill that may be set to start in January. But before I tell you what it is or isn't, why don't you tell us? what it is or isn't at this point in time. Okay, so the Senate made, you know, so we knew the House put some stuff in there, and they passed it. And then the Senate made some tweaks to it. We'd been waiting on the Senate to make tweaks to it. They finally did, passed it, and then it went back to the House, and then the House voted on it, and it passed not as wide as it did the first time, Hmm. but you don't have to worry about Governor Cooper vetoing it because he's going to sign the bill. But you are what some of the new things added. You're going to be allowed to bet on horse racing in North Carolina. That wasn't part of the original bill. Interesting. You're now also, there's even now opportunities to build horse tracks in North Carolina if you want to do that. There's yeah, also. Interesting to see if anybody wants to make that investment in North Carolina. Exactly. Now, there's, you know, look, one of the biggest Kentucky Derby farms is in Aiken, South Carolina, which is just on the other side of the river from Augusta. But, you know, it's Dogwood Stables. And, you know, there's a bit, and there's been talk for a long time, like even 15, 20 years ago, that somewhere near Carowinds, you know, on the, where there, you know, there's the Catawba Indians, they were thinking about putting a horse track there. Hmm. And it was this big legal battle with the state that never happened, obviously. But, so that's one of the things. Um, another thing that they're, that this bill allows people to do is you're going to be able to have sports books and there's going to be a sports book right uptown, right near the stadium. As a matter of fact, Harris casino is already the official tailgate partner of the Carolina Panthers. And that happened a year and a half ago, two years ago. And so there's going, they're going, they're going to be, there's going to be a really big sports book right there, right near the Honeywell building, if you will, right near the stadium. And yeah, that's right so near, that's just right off Minton Moorhead, isn't it? That's right. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's just going to, it's going to be a short walk from, uh, it's going to be a very short walk from the doghouse. And then uh, I'll have to, I'll have to, uh, Colin will tell you one of my favorite things to do is once or twice a week, just to walk from the station to uptown and 
go get a bite to eat or something like that. It'll be it'll be a very interesting walk at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, you'll actually have a reason to actually go up there other than health. And then, um, <laughs> and then the other thing that you're going to be allowed to do at NASCAR events and at golf tournaments, like at Quail Hollow, you're going to be able to put up pop up betting sites either just outside or actually at the premise, like maybe on the outside of the track or on the outside um, uh, or just inside, like maybe where our particular stuffs were set up near the putting green or whatever. There's going, you're going to be allowed to have pop-up betting sites, like actual cash in hand. You don't have to go on the sports app and put it and try and fill everything out and register. So, so these are the, some of the things that are now is going to allow. It's going to allow college betting on North Carolina sports. It's going to allow Olympic betting. The bill that failed a year ago, a year and a half ago, or I guess a year ago, by one vote, thankfully, wasn't going to allow Olympic betting, horse race betting, or betting on any collegiate sports. Because, oh my gosh, they're amateurs. Even though Drake Mays is going to make $3 million, they're amateurs. So, <laughs> um, But that has all changed. And so basically, it's just going to be normal gambling. The other thing that the, not that a lot of people care about this, but on the business side of it, the Senate raised the taxes that, that companies will make from this from 14% to 18%. So the tax rate now is just one of 4% to 18%. Um, and so that's where. Now be specific, that tax rate goes where now? Who pays that tax? Uh, the companies. The companies. Okay. The, the yeah. betting companies to, to do just business to in North make sure Carolina. people understand they're not paying yeah. the tax. No, but it is it is federal law and state law that if you win a certain amount, you have you know that you will have to fill out a tax form. Generally, right there, like you go to a casino at Cherokee, and let's say you win five k yeah, out of the slot machine, you have to fill out a tax form right there on the spot, and they'll say, "Do you want the taxes deducted now or later when you pay your taxes?" And so. That won't change, but the companies will have to pay an eighteen percent or eighteen percent tax on winnings, and the uh, and this is expected to bring in seventy five million dollars in revenue for the state every single year. What are they going to do with that revenue? Have they earmarked that? Some of it is actually going to go to the University of North Carolina system: UNC Pembroke, UNC Greensboro, UNC Charlotte, UNC Asheville. Um, the University of North Carolina system, athletics. A lot of it is going to be going to athletics for the university systems. Wow. Does that give them an, an unfair advantage over, like, State and Duke and things of that nature since they're a state school? Yeah, but Duke can charge $80,000 a semester if they That's want. That's true. That's true. I'm just curious. That's just something that popped to the top of my head there. Uh, that's That's fascinating stuff. Also, upon further review and after talking to a bunch of people, like, I realize now today that the PGA Tour is getting in bed with the Saudis for the simple reason that they realize that year in, year out over the next decade, two decades, they'll go broke trying to compete with Liv, and they can't do it. And that's the conclusion they came to. So here's the thing. I spoke to some really, really people in the know yesterday, like big-time people in the know with the PGA and stuff. As Logan Roy would say, serious people. Well, you know, these are serious people, people that I've known for a long time and for a long time. And so I spoke to them and the real reason is you, you, you're, you're basically right. 
in what you just said. But it won't be 10 or 20 years. It would be within two years. The PGA would go belly up in two years, and here's why. Two, two or three main reasons. The PGA Tour has already gone into its coffers, into its reserve fund, fighting the Live Golf Tournament because there's all these lawsuits. And Live was probably going to win one or two of these lawsuits against the PGA Tour. On average, it's costing about twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year in twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year in legal fees just for the PGA. Well, guess what? They've only got about forty million dollars in their reserves, and so they can't sustain this. The other thing is, a lot of the sponsors. So the PGA said, "Hey, look, we're doing all these designated events. Right. So we need people to start paying more money, advertisers." The Honda Classic which has been around forever and ever and ever, said, we're not doing that. So the Honda Classic is no longer going to be the Honda Classic. Honda pulled out, said, we're not paying double. As a matter of fact, the Charles Schwab just pulled out. Charles Schwab said, we're not paying double in advertising for our sponsorship. They just pulled out. And so that is the whole thing going on. It's like the, the PGA had no choice because Saudi Arabia was going nowhere they were going to be around forever, and the PGA would have essentially been bankrupt in two years. Less than two years, the PGA would have been bankrupt because of legal fees, guaranteed payouts to the players because of the designated events where they doubled everything, and sponsors and advertisers pulling out. As a matter of fact, Wells Fargo, there is no Wells Fargo as of today because the contract ended. And so there actually, I, think it's, I think the contract ended, and there and I do know they're in current negotiations with Wells Fargo to remain the title sponsor. And all indications are Wells Fargo is going to remain the title sponsor of the golf tournament here. But they are in current negotiations and re-upping title sponsorship. And a lot, when Honda and Charles Schwab says, nope, we're good, we're out, you've got major problems. Great information, Brett. Appreciate it as always, and I uh, can't wait to see you in person again. And, and one of these days this summer, you and I will go hit the course together. Absolutely, it's man. a question of schedules for us. <laughs> I, I, my, my schedule's fluid. You're the one with like the big time management title beside your name, not me. <laughs> All right, buddy, you're the best. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it.